Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. It's Marisela Morales with Everything Stay at Home Mom, the blog and the podcast. And soon to join me will be Claudia. I'm currently holding my five-month-old son, so I apologize if you hear too much noise in the background. I do need to change his diaper soon. But today's show is going to be on Mother of One, Don't Fear Number Two. Um, I am now a mother of two. And I can tell you that I was horrified at the changes that would come when I expanded from one to two. And now that I have my second child, I just wanted to talk and chat about, you know, the fears that go in one's head before making that decision of having a second child and all the things that one experiences when you actually go through it and, you know, the joy you find in having that second baby um, once baby boy or baby girl is in your life. So, yeah, I'll just chat with you alone until my co-host calls in. And so I can tell you with baby, with number one, my experience with my first child, I was really overwhelmed with the just change into motherhood because I was not used to any little kids at all. Um, I didn't have baby cousins. I didn't have baby nephews or nieces, at least not nearby. I had one niece, but she lived in a different state. And um, so motherhood was just very new to me. And I had no experience whatsoever with little kids. And so when I had my first, hi Claudia, you're on the lineup. Hi there. Yes. Hey. Hi. So I'm just chatting about my experience with my first kid. So when mm-hmm. I, I had my first kid, you know, it was just so overwhelming. I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. It took me. I hardly ate because for some reason I couldn't figure out how to take a shower, how to eat, how to make myself food. Especially, you know, if even if food was made, just sitting down to get it in my mouth was like such an overwhelming task, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, part of it was I had no idea how to handle the whole sleep situation with my daughter. Like, now I realize what a big deal that was um, because, like, for the first year of her life, I held her through every single nap. And not only was that a disservice to her because she didn't know how to fall asleep on her own, but it really messed me up, like, physically. Like, you know, I didn't, my back hurt. (laughs) And um, I didn't, I, I obviously couldn't get up and cook and feed myself if I was holding a baby. I mean, I wasn't a baby wearer. 
maybe I should have figured out how to do that, being that I was holding the baby, but um, that's a different subject. But, yeah, I just didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. How did you feel with your first? My first was hard, and I think that's why I'm always extra, like I really want to be there for my first-time mom friends. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think anybody's had it as bad as me. (laughs) I had postpartum depression, and... um, it was hard. It was hard, and it was mostly because um, I. Well, I used to think the the whole reason was because life, you know, it caught me off track. It wasn't a planned pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking back, I think it was hormonal. Like I think um, because I was newly married, I think there would have been enough happiness to overcome, you know, the the fact that it wasn't planned by us. It was planned by God, right? But mm-hmm. um, I think that um, even with a surprise pregnancy, there'd be enough joy in the in the new marriage and, you know, the newness of, and so I don't think it was it was that now that I'm, you know, 15, 16 years past that. Um, I think it was hormonal. So it, what I, um, with, like, new mom friends, um, nobody thinks they're going to have postpartum depression. You know, nobody expects it. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to talk about it. They don't want to plan for it. But, um I try to, like, um, and nobody, I mean, very few people want to admit they have it, you know? Mm-hmm. So even if I see, like, little depression creeping in, creeping in, because most, most people will just have little bouts of it or little, you know? You well, know, I think usually people especially don't have it as bad as I did, you know? Yeah, I think especially if it's mild, it's hard to recognize. Yeah, and, and people don't want to be labeled, you know? So I don't go out yeah. telling people... Oh, you know, dear friend, I think you have a little post, little bit of postpartum depression because even then they'll just, I think they'll just can't, like, people are very um, <clears throat> empathetic and sympathetic towards me about that that happened to me, and mm-hmm. I can I can feel their love, but if I start to tell them I see a few signs in you or anything like that, they immediately close off. Nobody wants to be labeled, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. instead, like if if it's happening to you and you see a little bit of signs in your friends, um, it's easy for me now because I see it as hormonal, big, you know, a big part of it. So you can just remind them, you know, what are you eating or what are you, are you getting, you know, some fresh air? Are you getting some sunlight? That's, and, that's what um, I was going to say because besides the label, you know, you automatically think I need to go on meds. I don't want to take meds. Oh, yeah. Mhm, mhm, and you know most of the people we know want a nurse, and um, you know that's hard, right, to be on medications when you're nursing, and um, but if it's a really, really bad case, you have to listen to your doctor. You need to go in and um, and you'll know because you're crying every single day, every single day you're crying. Um, you just can't get anything done. Not normal, can't get anything done like like normal moms, but. Um, there's a block, like there's a, I don't know, we'll have to do a whole show about that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but if it's really bad and you can't, you can't stop crying or are sleeping to not have to cry, you know, instead, um, like sleeping too much, then um, go in and get checked out by the doctor and you might need medication and, um, you know, but if it's milder, um, there's so many things you can do just immediately that'll make even just that day better. You know, like go get um get out in the sunlight, 
You know, go take your baby, put him the baby in the stroller and go get, you know, 15 minutes of sunlight, you know, and that mm-hmm. immediately will make things better. Um, I don't know, um, take a shower, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so get, I don't know. I mean, I don't know to what extent I had it, but now in retrospect, <laughs> when I mm-hmm. think about my experience, yeah, I, I had some depression. Um, mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so that made the idea of wanting to have a second child like almost seem close to impossible. I mean, it seems so overwhelming. Mhm. Mhm. But I mean, you made that quick decision quick considering you went through depression. How did was the second one planned as well or no? The sec yes, the second and third. Um so I we decided like um we weren't talking about it, but we had our our little girl was um, going up and down the slide by herself, and mm-hmm. you know my husband and I were at the park with her. We uh, we always take our kids to the park every day, and um, we're just standing there watching her go up and down the slide while we talked, and because um, she was real independent from the get go, you know, and mm-hmm. she must have been one because they're only two years apart. And um, mm-hmm. right then and there, we're like, oh, how sad. You know, she's by herself, and we didn't want that for her. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not an only child, but um, for practical purposes, I am, because I was raised by my grandparents, you know, by myself, and my right. brothers were raised by my parents, you know. So um, mm-hmm. so I grew up as an only child, and it was lonely. It was. I know there can be a lot of benefits to being an only child, but I didn't like it, and I, I didn't want that for my kids. And yeah, you know, we're like super fertile. <laughs> so we like we thought about it and I was pregnant, you know. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and then um the third one, I knew um I'm nursing, I'm not going to be on the pill. Um so mm-hmm. we're probably going to get pregnant. Are you okay with it? Yes, and boom, I was pregnant, you know. <laughs> we have to talk, you know. I probably was already pregnant. We're having the talk, but um, <laughs> but yeah, so that it wasn't scary to me. One w- one was the scariest, and um, mm-hmm. adding the second one is big because um, it, that's that's so new. It's having multiple children is so new, you know. But after mm-hmm. that, it after that, it, not a lot changes after that. Like number three is so easy, so <laughs> easy. It just and. <laughs> the number three child and and all of my friends who have more than two children say that you know the people I know mm-hmm. it's like oh three and four whatever you just they just kind of add on and by that time you know how to be the parent of multiples you know um, yeah. so yeah oh. it's, after after a little adjustment it's just um, it's not that bad <laughs> it's not hard well I can say I was scared of number two. Because mm-hmm. number one kind of just seemed like a haze. Mm-hmm. Because I hardly slept for years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where I barely remember, you know, the whole bottle thing, the sleep thing, the mm-hmm. when to start solids and just handling diapers. Everything just seemed like I'd be starting completely over. Mm-hmm. And having that memory that my first experience was so hard and overwhelming. I was scared to death that because I felt I had forgotten everything, I was scared mm-hmm. to death that number two would be a repeat of number one, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think but the, what the I, longer time that goes by makes that worse. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. you know, because you do forget, you know. Yeah, and like for our for us, there was a four year gap, mm-hmm. and but once he was here, it's just strange. Like the minute he was born, you know, mm-hmm. they put him on my chest, and he's crying and wailing, and um, he's on my chest, and immediately I remember. Um, shushing is comforting to them. So I start mm. shushing. I just go, shh, shh, mama's here, shh, and he immediately mm. stopped crying, mm-hmm. you know. And that just gave me so much confidence to know, I know what I'm doing. I know what yeah. I'm doing from the start, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it comes back. <laughs> yeah, and, like, my husband gave notice at work that he'd be staying at the hospital with me. And after, like, one night, I'm like, you know what, just go stay home with our daughter. <laughs> I don't need you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And so well, I it like was a, just like, like, like that, too. I, um, I really enjoyed um, this time, the time alone with the babies at the hospital. I really, mm-hmm. really like that. Sorry. sorry yeah, and... It, no, I was just saying, it, it's just so different. It's like the confidence is so different. Even if you feel like you completely forgot everything, every, you know, that motherly instinct and those things you learned the first time around, they're going to come back. Mm-hmm. And they're going to feel natural. And yeah. so that's why, and I didn't know that until it happened. And so that's why I wanted to do this show so that any moms out there who are feeling that way, no, you know, everything's going to come back. It's going to resolve itself. You're going to be mom. You already know how to be a mom. And it's just going to feel sec- like second nature with number two and three, four, five, six, whatever <laughs> many <laughs> kids you have. Yeah. I went through that scary time, too, with um, number four and five because, you know, we had that huge gap of 10 years. Yeah, um, that's a huge. Gap. I was buying, you know, so I'm like having these new babies right alongside you, you know, now. Mm-hmm. And um, with that huge gap, I was like, you know, going even just shopping for things. I was like, oh, you know, all these strange new bottles, you know, that were yeah earth friendly and this and that, and you know, I was like, oh, just get me a bottle, like <laughs> anyone, <laughs> you know, and like just all these. Everything was new again, so I had a little bit of that fear, but it did all come back, you know, and um, I don't know. It, you have some things are going to, you just have to readjust, and it'll be a little difficult just because it's a new baby, period, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. but it it does. It just, And what we forget is to um, that it was God's idea, you know? <laughs> it was mm-hmm. God's idea that he was going to bless us with children and, um, he made us. He made us to know how. He made us to have that instinct. So no matter how, like me with that big gap and everything so new again, you know, um, it doesn't matter how much the world changes and how advanced things are or going back they are. Um, our instinct is there. It was put there from the beginning, you know, by God. Mm-hmm. So just trust it and go with it. And it's actually pretty fun. I mean, to see the new gadgets and stuff because I don't know, we're a gadget oriented family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for us it's kinda like the fun part of the new baby, you know, ooh, what new camera do they have out there? You know, what <laughs> new 
baby holder or whatnot. And Mm -hmm. um, for the most part, they do make life easier. Um, Mm -hmm. They're not absolutely necessary, so don't stress if you don't have the funds or, I don't know, whatever. But um, but they can be part of the fun of having a new kid. Mm-hmm. I know it's how how I get my husband excited. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say because my husband's calling on the other line. So I'm like, I forgot <laughs> what I was gonna say. Sorry about that. But um, wasn't another? Well, yeah, for me it's just ooh, all the new baby books. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I, um. But what? Um, how about? Did you have a fear that you weren't gonna have an like, you weren't gonna what I loved this new baby the way you loved your first one? Yes, I'm glad you brought that up because I I was been thinking about that in the past, but I kind of forgot with respect to today's show. But yes, mm-hmm. because you love your your first so much because everything's new. Like motherhood is new to you. And you just give it all to them. And mm-hmm. you focus so much on that one child that to think of another is like, how is it possible to love another person this much? You know, or, you know, how can I even focus on a second child when I want to spend so much time with the first? And mm-hmm. it's amazing how unlimited the love of a parent is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. Now I can't imagine my life without my little boy. You know, that's right. Yeah, it's it's, it's kind of like where were you all this time? How did we live without you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? When I look back at pictures, and um, there'll only be like one girl in the picture or two. My big kids, you know, the old pictures. Um, yeah. I'll be like, oh, you weren't born yet, and it it even feels weird to say that. It feels weird that there was. A life without any one of my children, you know, like yeah. this is life. Like we're only complete because you're all here, you know. And yeah, so um, yeah, but I know that's a big fear. And um, this time around, that I had my, you know, my big kids. I even remember thinking, I have a history with these big kids, you know. Like we go way back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like how 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 am I gonna after having fifteen years of memories, you know, and how am I gonna I couldn't picture that it would be the same. That how could how are these little ones gonna come up to that level? And how am I gonna love mm-hmm. them the same? You know? But it's like you said, mm-hmm. as soon as you feel the first kick and the first time you hold them up to you and you hear the first cry, it's it's equalizing. Like your heart just grows, and and they're all your children, and you can't live without any of them. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just a God thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, if he has enough love for every person in this world, mm-hmm. how can we not love one, two, three, four, five? How many mm-hmm. children he blesses us with, right? I mean, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. So that was a big, uh, a big question or like fear, but that was un. You know, all these fears are like um, unf- unfounded. You know, they as soon as the baby's born, they're answered. You know. It's all gonna yeah. be okay. But um, yeah. what else? Even like finances, right? Because mm-hmm. my mom insists. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw this new reporter, this news article. You need to read the news more often. They say that 
you shouldn't have more than even one child because of the increase of cost of this and this and that and blah, 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 blah. Well, <laughs> I defer first and primarily to your faith, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if God mm-hmm. blessed you with a child, he knows what he's doing and he's going to provide as long as you, you know, depend on him and count on him first and foremost. Um mm-hmm. But secondly, I mean, children don't need much more than love and food, right? <laughs> and That's sleep. Right. I mean, so if you have seven onesies and you wash them every day, that's all you mm-hmm. need, mm-hmm. you know? If you have two bibs and you wash them every day, whatever it is, as little as it is, you know, that's more than enough. And as far as toys anyway, they're not interested in toys. They want real stuff. So just give them a bunch of Tupperware or something to play with, mm-hmm. you know. And really, as far as cost, I think the real cost might come if they're big eaters, you know, food. Then you get creative with your food um, and college, university, or whatnot, if that's in your plans. But as I mean, at least as far as we're concerned, it's not really doable for us, <laughs> at least mm-hmm. not on a single income. And even if we were on a double income, then we'd be living for the purpose of saving for college. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we think academics is important. I mean, I spend a lot of time in school. But also as people of faith, you know, most important thing is you serve God, um, make him the focus of your life. And again, if you count on him, he will provide. And I mean, I'm trying to count on make, you know, aiding, helping, guiding my children to be smart enough to hopefully earn scholarships, assuming they're still available (laughs) when they grow up. Um, but if they're not, we'll find a way, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm. I mean, our parents didn't pay for our education, right? And right. all four of us, your your husband and my, well, I don't know about your husband, but um we all made it our, you know, we got the scholarships we needed and we took out the loans we needed and we did what we had to do, you know? Right. So. Right. I there was this awesome, I can't remember it, but um this awesome article this lady wrote and she got a lot of heat. But um, and I'm gonna totally um, say it wrong. But it was she wrote something like, "Kids don't cost more today. Um, we're just more selfish, or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're just more greedy." Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it was mm-hmm. kids don't cost a lot. Greed does something like that. Oh. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, ouch!" You know, because that's what everybody says. Kids cost so much nowadays, and it's like no, because they don't they don't need every last fancy toy. They don't need. Um, like I remember with my first set of kids, um, they had leap pads, you know, and I mm-hmm. remember big, back then they were a big deal. It was like getting them an iPad almost, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, my, my mother-in-law called and she was like, well, do you think I should get each girl one or should I, should I get them one and have them share it, you know? And mm-hmm. as the first time mom, I remember back then thinking, oh, why, of course, get them each one, you know? <laughs> that, was so, that was so stupid. When I see them, I see, like, the three leap pads we have, and I'm like, oh, that was such, mm-hmm. you know, that was kind of her, but that was so rude of me to, you know, go along with it and 
they didn't need that. Mm-hmm. You know, one was fine, and um, <laughs> it was just silly things like that when you have more than one kid. Like, um, they're usually not going to be playing with the same toy, you know, and you don't mm-hmm. need hundreds of toys. And it and it also squashes their creativity if they have too many toys out all at once, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was a good article. I if I remember who it was, I'll link it somewhere. But um Yeah, so do you think So let's talk about um were you still breastfeeding your fourth when you had your fifth? Yes. No, not when I had her, but it was close. It was like two months or a month before. It was just a few months before that I finally stopped. But it was getting close and I was getting scared. I was like, Oh, I'm gonna be tandem um breastfeeding mm-hmm. I gotta look that up, but so I know I wasn't, but it was pretty close. So how do you handle that transition? Because I'm sure that's a worry for some. That was a big worry, and I just cut them off because mm-hmm. I knew the next one was coming, and I didn't have it in me to go and find out how to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was sleep deprived. I was like, I can't read one more book, you know, because. <laughs> But I think I just remember, you know what, that's so funny because they're little, they're one and a half and three, and already that seems like a lifetime ago, you know. So I don't really remember. I think I just um, started supplementing with bottles and then um, gave them less and less. I think that's how mm-hmm. we did it. And then mm-hmm. it was done because I, I couldn't. I, I know some people can but I couldn't do two babies, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. But how about you? No, well, of course you weren't. No. <laughs> you weren't nursing your four-year-old. <laughs> well, I mean, some people do, but... I know, well, <laughs> no, but we're not that good of moms, okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, right now I'm like, how old is he again? How much longer do I need? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But, but um... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I would say whatever fear there is, don't fear. It'll mm-hmm. all work itself out. Like maybe even um, having two kids in diapers, right? Some people stress oh, about do. potty training the older, older one. Mm-hmm. And I would say potty training is not all it's cracked out to be or seems to be cracked out to be because you still need to wipe their butt, you know, mm-hmm. for next year or two because you're not going to trust them to wipe their poo-poo, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would say divers of more than one isn't that big of a deal. No, it's not. I'm. We're doing it right now, you know, and I, I have a little chubby girl and a thin boy, so they're in the same... <laughs> The same size, even. <laughs> so, um, so it costs a lot, you know. But um, besides the cost, it's not a big deal. It's like a we're like a good oiled machine here, you know, <laughs> changing diapers and um, next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I had a quick tip um, of something that did help me when we had um, the second baby, the second mm-hmm. time around mm-hmm. here, and it was um, especially towards the end. The closer you get to. Um, to labor, um, make the things that are familiar to them already, like um, 
bedtime routine and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Really spend time on um, making those a bigger part of, of their life and because they find comfort in those things. And um, mm-hmm. so slowly we transitioned. Like um, I wouldn't do all the bedtime reading. Like my husband would do a little bit of, of it or like one of my big girls would do some of it. And that way um, he still gets, you know, when I'm gone. So it's still a couple days that you're gone at the hospital. Mm-hmm. It's, they're really going to need those same comforting things. You don't just want to yeah. you know, rip mom away from them. So, yeah, I wasn't reading to him those nights, but somebody was. And so he still had mm-hmm. that same thing, you know, brush your teeth and, you know, um, read with somebody and say your prayers. And so all that stuff still happened, and that helps a lot. And um, yeah, just other, I, I other things, actually, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, other predictable things in the day. That way their little routine still happens. You're co-sleeping. I remember that was that's a big deal. Um, that's a little bit of a big deal, even though she was four years older. And, mm-hmm. But um, I would think it's an even bigger deal if your your kid your first is a lot younger or mm-hmm. whatever baby that com- precedes precedes the the next one. Um, if you co sleep, you know, start getting them used to either do the the sleep training to get them to sleep by themselves which I would think co-sleepers probably, you know, don't really want to do because that's the Mm -hmm. whole reason you're co-sleeping. But then in that case, just get them used to sleeping with daddy Mm -hmm. instead of you. And it will seem impossible because the first night or two or three or even the first week they'll be crying because they... They know. They know Mama can't handle the crying. They know Mama will come. They know Mama's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot easier than having having them just cry on their own, if like doing the cry it out method, um, mm-hmm. because Daddy's there. And but you're also building one a strong relationship with between them and Daddy. Mm-hmm. But you're also helping Daddy step up to the plate because. At least in my experience, Daddy finds it easy to just be like, "Okay, go to Mama." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that he mm-hmm. doesn't want to help, but he, if he's given the easy ro- route, he's gonna take it. So, mm-hmm. um, but oh wow, it looks like we're out. Of- Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.